1: I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates 10 years of romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney bride Tiffany Kalish about her ceremony at the Wedding Pavilion and her reception at St. Augustine C&D at the Grand Floridian Convention Center. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she chose those locations, how she did all of her floral and decor, and how everything turned out. So welcome, Tiffany. Hi. (laughs) Thanks so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you and your fiancé decided that you wanted to have your wedding at Disney.
0: So we decided that we wanted to have our wedding at Disney because... Disney became a very special place to us after we had our son, and going to Disney as a family. After you have a child, I think Disney just becomes something completely different than what it was before we had a child. So doing it together as a family just really meant a lot to us.
1: That's wonderful. How did your friends and family react when they found out where the wedding was going to be?
0: I think they were all just so excited. At first, they couldn't believe it. They were like, what? Disney wedding? How, how is that possible? And we were like, yeah, Disney has weddings. <laughs> so everyone was just very excited. None of our family or friends had ever attended a Disney wedding. So it was a first for everyone. And everyone was excited to make a vacation out of it, too.
1: Oh, that's wonderful. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip?
0: We invited around 120 people, I would say. This was also, you know, before COVID, we had invited around 120 people. After COVID and everything and postponing, we probably got a little under 80 guests at our wedding, especially with like, we had a lot of last minute cancellations as well.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay. Did you set up a room block for your guests?
0: We did not set up a room block only because we had a lot of family coming from New Jersey and New York that were actually going to stay off property at some houses. It didn't make sense for us to do the room block with not everyone wanting to stay like at Disney.
1: Right. Yes. Okay. Now, how did you choose the day of the week and time of day for your event? And did they change when you had to change your date?
0: We decided on a Friday more because of the event minimum increase for a Saturday wedding. We wanted the Friday event minimum, the wedding pavilion and Grand Floridian Ballroom reception. So we decided a Friday for the event minimum. We decided on 2.30 in the afternoon because it kind of worked out with like having a child and not being up super late. We're not really party people anymore. So by 11 o'clock, we just wanted to be done and in bed. So the 2.30 worked out perfectly for us. That's great. How
1: did you choose your ceremony and reception venues?
0: We had made an appointment with Disney. We went to Franks back in gosh, 2019. We toured the wedding pavilion was the first place to stop. Originally I had wanted a tree of life ceremony because the pictures are just wow. We walked into the wedding pavilion because it was right there and I was just like never mind. This is it. I fell in love with it. It's totally me sparkly pretty girly and I was like this is it so that's how I chose I actually think I cried when I walked in there <laughs> <so>. <laughs> and then we we kind of wanted to keep it a one-stop shop at that point our son was two years old so we were like we don't want to be like lugging him around everywhere making him go like all these different places transportation you don't want to have to worry about it so being at the Grand Floridian was just easy it was one-stop shop we loved it it just made our lives easy
1: <laughs> that's great and it also allowed you to use a ton of outside vendors for your reception can you talk a bit about how you found them and what kinds of things you used them
0: for I found them by scouring Instagram social media Facebook word of mouth from some Disney bride groups I found um, my floral bluegrass chic and I feel like it was they were just starting out when I had found them they weren't as big as they are now and they had these jasmine trees and I was like I have to have them <laughs> they were over my sweetheart table and I think I was their first Disney wedding they had never done a wedding <laughs> at Disney before so they were really excited to get in there and Up And then I found Elle from, you know, just going through everyone else's posts, like everyone that has had a Disney wedding on like Facebook, fell in love with her work, Orlando wedding and party rentals, they were a lot more reasonable than Disney. So I was excited to use them for my draping and chair rentals. Um, my uplighting for my whole room. And yeah, Ocean Hawk I found from one of Lilibet. She was on one of your podcasts. I had Hi. spoke with her a couple of times and she had used Ocean Hawks, And I was like, I have to have them. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So then with all of these
1: different vendors and tons of decor, how did you coordinate that for the day of?
0: So I actually... Hired Catherine Martell. She helped me tremendously because I would not have been able to coordinate everything the day of. So I pretty much gave her who is bringing in what. I feel like most of my vendors knew exactly how I wanted the room set up because I had sent them the um, floor plans from Disney and I told them exactly where things needed to be. And then Catherine was really just amazing in making sure that everyone knew exactly what they needed to do and really made my vision come alive.
1: That's wonderful. Now,
0: how did you choose your officiant? I have a connection with the way Valerie Tucker did her ceremonies. And then after I had met her through uh, FaceTime, I just felt really like comfortable with her. She felt like family to me and that's how we chose her.
1: That's wonderful. Did you add any kind of entertainment to the ceremony or reception?
0: For our ceremony, I guess you could say it was entertainment we had two of our groomsmen were flower dudes (laughs) so (laughs) that was some good entertainment for our guests not hired but (laughs) they were willing to do it we also had mickey and minnie for our reception and i mean our dj was awesome steve dunlap
1: because you're floral and decor was so specific did you choose specific outfits for mickey and minnie to wear
0: yes i my color palette was gold ivory with greenery you know some silver so mickey and minnie wore their gold and white outfits, or well i guess her gold and white dress and he wore his black tux
1: that's great do you have any menu items or cake flavors that you'd recommend?
0: We really loved the lemon with the raspberry mousse. It was amazing. I would say nothing in particular really stuck out from our actual wedding day, but from our dessert party more we picked like specific items from different festivals at Epcot. So, and they really made it like amazing. <laughs> So we had picked the filet you get from Food and Wine Festival from Canada. We had that with like the truffle sauce. And then we had the fried, they're basically like fried raviolis from Italy. We also had the cinnamon rolls that are at the Flower and Garden Festival happening right now. It's the cinnamon rolls with bacon and everyone like would not stop talking about them (laughs) they were so good and actually we were surprised with it was supposed to be petite fillet medallions which is you get like pieces tiny pieces when you go to food and wine festival but when we had our dessert party they gave us full fillets and we were
1: like whoa (laughs) wait how do you eat that standing up at a dessert party
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, well, we had luckily we had some tables because UK Lockside, I guess, you know, just had, we just had the standard tables there. So we were able to sit and they gave us silverware. It was more like a, like a rehearsal dinner. Uh, <laughs> and we had some desserts. But yeah, like we were, everyone was like, whoa. <laughs> so that's the menu that stuck out the most.
1: That's great. Can you talk a little bit more about the rehearsal dinner dessert party? How did you choose that location? Did you add a ride mix in?
0: We chose that location probably because it was a little more central than the other ones. We had to meet at the front of Epcot. I know a lot of brides kind of meet at the back entrance of Epcot with their guests. But since all of our guests were staying in all different places, we told everyone to park at the main parking lot and meet us at the main entrance and then we just walked back to UK Lockside. It was the easiest. My mom has is a little handicapped, so it was easy for her as well to get to UK Lockside as opposed to walking all the way to like Italy or some other location. And we also heard it was really great for viewing the fireworks. So that's another reason why we chose it. And then we added a Soren mix in because that was my son's Favorite ride at the time, so that's what we did. Can you give my listeners a timeline
1: of how the day ran?
0: I believe I I woke up around six a.m. for hair and makeup. They were in right at six o'clock <laughs> on the dot. We were all getting ready between like six to eleven. Catherine showed up around eleven. L showed up around the same time, and we started you know, getting ready pictures. The guys were probably up around like nine, getting ready. I think Elle went over to them around 12. And then we had a first touch picture. We didn't do a first look. So we had the first touch over at the main lobby around quarter to two. And then I had I took the horse and carriage with my son over to wedding pavilion which was actually kind of late. <laughs> hmm. The horses were I guess not cooperating <laughs> that day. So we were standing there for a while. So we got over to the wedding pavilion a little late. You know, and then we had our ceremony. We took pictures after around 4 I think 4 o'clock was our cocktail hour, so 4 to 5 was cocktail hour, then 5 to, uh, we had St. Augustine until 10, so 5 to 10 was our reception.
1: That's great. So what were some of the most important aspects of your event where you focused your attention or your budget?
0: I focused our main budget on our reception, decor, and Floral was a big deal for me. <laughs> I wanted my reception room to I guess just look different. I didn't want I didn't want people to walk in and feel like they were just in like a convention room. So just kinda focusing all of my attention and money on the floral and decor aspect was the, the biggest thing for me.
1: Got it. And then were there aspects that were less important where you saved your money or
0: your effort? I'm not sure. I don't think I saved a lot of money. <laughs> 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 I was kind of just spending, spending. So <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not doing a bunch of park shoes. We really just went to Magic Kingdom. We didn't need all the other extras. I didn't do like welcome bags and other favors for guests everyone was just everywhere right yeah (laughs) (laughs) so out of all of
1: this what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day
0: I think my favorite memory was just when the Disney coordinators opened the doors at the wedding pavilion and just seeing Alex there that's probably my favorite part everything else was amazing but That feeling of when they opened the doors and walking down the aisle to the love of my life was just nothing can compare. That's wonderful.
1: Now, did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected?
0: Everything worked out the day of the wedding. I would say the only thing that has maybe gone wrong or wasn't expected was our Magic Kingdom Park shoot. I know Disney photography is a little delayed and getting their pictures back to everyone. So that was kind of, um, that's the only thing that we're missing and we're a little upset about is that it's taking so long to get their pictures back. But other than that, the, the day was really amazing. It's nothing really went wrong. That's wonderful
1: was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were stressed out about and then it turned out not to be a big deal
0: I would say I was stressed out with the communication I was really worried that Disney wasn't going to have you know everything together we were working on our wedding literally up until the day before so just that worry of like okay are they going to have our menu right are they going to have you know all the things that I got from them right you know they did our wedding pavilion decor because you can only have them do the decor so I was like is my aisle runner gonna be right I think it's gonna be set up right it was really just that was the, the one thing that was stressing me out was the communication got it
1: and is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know
0: now Maybe I would have changed the location, (laughs) knowing what I know now, just because back when we had picked the wedding pavilion and Grand Floridian, our son was going to be three when we had our wedding, but then due to COVID and having to postpone three times, you know, he grew up, so... (laughs) And, you know, he could have partied all night, (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, but yeah, that maybe that's the one thing, but otherwise every, I I probably wouldn't change anything.
1: (laughs) That's great. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney
0: couples? Uh, My advice would be to just probably just hang in there. I know the communication is a little rough right now and Waiting is not easy when you're trying to plan, you know, the most wonderful day of your life. But honestly, everything worked out. The day of was amazing. You know, the, the events leading up to it, try not to let it bother you so much. Try to just get past the lack of communication they're having right now and things will work out.
1: That's great advice. Well, Tiffany, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in planning a wedding at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Yeah, of course. Thank you. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairytale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com.